The Bookkeeping Rebellion podcast is for the accounting professional that wants to change how they approach their business. My name is Tamitha Deniers, and our conversations will be about marketing, mindset, and moving the needle in your business in the digital space. Let's make a difference in your community, one business at a time. Welcome. You have tuned in to the Bookkeeping Rebellion podcast, and this is episode number three. If you tuned into episode number two, you'll notice that at the end of the episode, I had hinted that episode number three was going to talk about my tech stack. What I didn't tell you is that I'm going to be talking about the tech stack that I use to create my marketing content. Specifically, 60 pieces of marketing content created in less than three hours. Would you like to learn more? Great, let's get started. Back when I started in school, and we're going back a number of years, I had choices. I could choose to take the accounting side of things, or I could choose to take the marketing side of things. And in that first year of the three-year program that I took, they intermingled both sections of this finance administration course. That's when I realized that I wasn't really very good at marketing. I also thought, I'm never going to work for myself, so it's not going to matter. I'm just going to go the accounting route. I'm going to get a really good job. I'm going to be able to support my family, and life is good. Some of the takeaways that I had from that first year was I really didn't like the four Ps, price, product, place, promotion. I'm surprised I still remember all four of them. It was something that I found to be dull and boring. Now, nothing against anyone that's in marketing out there today. You have to remember, I was a young 20-something when I thought this. I have grown up since and things have changed. So let's fast forward to 2012 when I go out and I start my own business. Surprisingly enough, I was behind a desk for 17, 18 years before I started my business. And I was really comfortable being there. I was an introvert in my own way. I was content on plugging numbers in and getting those numbers to say what I wanted them to say. I didn't manipulate them, but I knew those numbers were true, and I was proud of that. I knew I could take that skill, and I could use that skill to help other beginning businesses or people out there that needed what I specialized in. But what I struggled with was being able to tell people. This is when I started to kick myself a little bit in the backside because I knew I should have paid a lot more attention to the marketing side of things way back when. Doesn't matter. I had to get my name out. And I struggled. What did I do? I did it the old-fashioned way. I went and I shook some hands. I kissed some babies. I handed out a bunch of business cards. I didn't even perfect my elevator pitch. Hi, my name is Tamitha and I'm a bookkeeper. I live in Sterling and this is what I'm really good at. Pretty boring. And at the end of the day, if you weren't looking for bookkeeping services or tax prep services, you generally tended to run away very quickly. And that's when I started to learn that there was more behind marketing than what I thought. It wasn't just, hi, my name is so-and-so and I do such and such. I had to attract 
I had to attract the right people that were looking for what it was that I was really good at. And I needed to use something called attraction marketing. Who here has done any research in attraction marketing? I have started to read a number of different books and I am just scratching the surface of it. But it is an interesting concept and I'm enjoying my journey on what I'm learning. But I'm going to give you a tiny little sliver that I've been using for the last two years that has not only allowed my business to grow to seven figures, it's allowed me to expand what I know about marketing and be able to help other accounting professionals blow up their business using the same techniques. Now, I haven't named this process. I just call it my five-step process to creating content. And you can create as much content in this period of time as you possibly can. But I generally will create 60 pieces of content from 20 conceptual ideas. 60 pieces of content, 20 conceptual ideas. It doesn't take me long. It's three hours. And those 60 pieces of content can be used interchangeably on any social media platform that I choose to work with. So let's start and I'm going to review the five different steps in my process. Step one is a brain dump. I allow myself 15 minutes to do this brain dump. And yes, I go old school. I bring out a pad of paper and a pen. I don't worry about punctuation. I don't worry about spelling. I don't worry about run-on sentences. I just want to get the ideas down on paper so that I can flesh them out that much more. I also enforce a period of time to do this in. I love to write and I could go on for hours. So what I do is give myself 15 minutes. If I use all 15 minutes, that's great. I am definitely going to get 20 ideas in those 15 minutes. But if I don't use all 15 minutes and I run either out of time or I've just thought of everything I could possibly think of, that's okay too. The idea is you need a place to start. So let's get those ideas out and let's get them down on paper, whether that be virtual paper or physical, and let's start working with it. That's step one. Step number two, I only use if I didn't get 20 ideas when I was doing my brain dump. Sometimes I just, I only have one or two ideas in my head and that's it. Conceptual ideas, I call them. That's all I've got working for me right now. I haven't thought too much or I'm tired or, you know what, maybe I'm just not in the mood. Maybe I'm not in the mood to think. This is where step number two becomes invaluable. And in episode number one, you heard me talk about my five favorite places I go to get content. Well, we're going to rehash that. And if you didn't listen to episode one, here's your chance. Go back, take a listen, and find the five different places I love to get ideas from. What you are going to do is you're going to take that same alarm clock and you're going to set it for another 15 minutes. And you yourself are going to go and find more conceptual ideas, questions that people are asking. What are they looking to understand? What questions, comments resonate with you that you think would resonate with someone else in your ideal market? This is what you're looking for. Once you find those 20, we can move on to step number three. Step number three 
is when it starts to become fun. I love visual assets. Puppies, kitties, dancing llamas, pretty much anything that gets a laugh, a smile, someone to ponder, or someone to stop. Because really, that's what it's about. In the age of social media, we scroll. We scroll through LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all of these social media platforms, even TikTok now. Not something that I play in, but it's coming down the pipe, guys. These are all social media platforms that you scroll through. And if you want someone to pay attention to what you're putting out there, you have to stop the scroll. And 90% of the time, I don't know the true statistic here, but I do know that if you have something that's eye-catching, a video, a graphic with animated flashing lights on it, you could even have uh, a video clip that people can click on. It doesn't matter. You want them to stop. If you can get their attention for more than two seconds, the chances are they're going to continue reading. When they continue reading, then they can share, like, and it just exponentially grows up and your reach becomes more vast inside of these social media platforms. That, my friends, is a completely different episode. Let's just keep me on topic here. So step number three, graphics. This is what I enjoy the best, is going out and finding these assets that will attract or stop the scroll of my ideal customer. And I have a number of different places that I go, both free and ones that I pay for, to find what I call the perfect asset. I also give myself a time limit on this particular step too, because this is a rabbit hole that I will fall down, just like Alice in Wonderland. I love looking at photos. I live vicariously through other people's ability to take these photographs. So I have to stop myself and stay on task. Some of the websites that I go to that are free, and I use air quotes here, are unsplash.com and Pixabay. P-I-X-A-B-A-Y. Now, if you haven't heard of either of these platforms or these websites, go and check them out. They have a fantastic search function, and you can use whatever words that trigger you. I call them tag words. One of my favorites that I use is the word minimalistic. I love what comes up. Clean, clearly defined photographs that catch the attention of my ideal customer. But those aren't the only tools that you can use. You can use paid tools And one of the ones that I use the most is called Envato. Envato Envato.com. E-N-V-A-T-O dot com. And in this particular website, yes, I pay a monthly subscription. I get templates, musical scores, graphics. There are so many different downloadable items in this monthly subscription that I pay. It's well worth my time and energies. I say take it for a test run. Give it a shot. The worst you're going to happen is you're not going to find anything that you like. I know in my case, I have not turned back and I have been using this platform now for more than a year. But take 60 minutes. Find those assets that are going to match up with your conceptual 20 ideas. And what I do is I find three assets per idea. That's where I get my 60, right? One concept, three different graphics, or two pictures and a video clip. 
doesn't matter. I just want three assets for each idea. Step number four is putting it all together. And this is where I give myself 60 minutes because 60 minutes will allow me to utilize the tools that I have to manipulate these assets in a way that's going to bring that ideal customer to a rolling stop on social media. So let me tell you the toys or let me share with you the toys that I personally use and one of them that is not used that often in our space. The tool that I love the best is Snagit. Snagit is my favorite. It is a TechSmith product and TechSmith not only has have they created Snagit, but they've created another tool called Camtasia. Shout out to Jenny Moore. She hooked me up with both of these. She sent me over there to research them. And I have been a proud owner of both platforms now for three years. As a matter of fact, this podcast is created in Camtasia. Using Snagit allows me to blur out sections of a picture. It allows me to cut it on different angles so it looks really funky. There's different things that I can do in Snagit that I can't do in other platforms. I then save it and then I use it somewhere else. But we'll get to the somewhere else in a minute. Another tool that I like to use, and I don't use it all the time, but I do have it in my toolbox, and it's called Headliner. Jump onto Google for me type in headliner app. What's going to come up is a free app that you can use. You put a graphic on it and you can put a video clip. And this is one of the best ways for introverts to get out there. People buy from people. Yeah, they buy from brands, but generally speaking, go to the corner and look around. You might see a subway, you might see a bank, but you're going to see the corner store uh, that sells penny candies, or you're going to sell, see the coffee shop that was built in an old bank, which happens to be in Frankfurt, by the way, if you ever get up here. And it's, it's just, it's a mom and pop shop. The neighbors buy from their neighbors. People buy from people. Yes, they buy Nike, but you know, they will buy from the seamstress down the street just as fast. It's keeping the business local, right? So, When I use Headliner, it allows people in my own community to see a face to a voice and hear the inflection in my voice. They start to feel an affinity for me. They start hearing my voice in their head when I start talking about fixing a problem. Headliner is great for this. And if I remember correctly, you can do 10 free headliner app downloads a month. 10. And this is ideal for getting in front of your customer. Try it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Your voice is going to crack. Nobody's going to know. You're going to stumble over your words. They'll laugh with you. It's okay. Take the time. Take it for a test run and see what happens. It's worth it. The third tool in my toolbox is a platform called Canva. Now, if you're part of the Bookkeeping Rebellion Facebook group, you'll see that I talk about Canva quite a bit. As a matter of fact, all of the graphics, everything in that group has been built by Canva. It is a remarkable tool that I stumbled on. I can blur pictures. I can cut and paste. 
I can do an entire month's worth of posts in different platform sizes in a matter of minutes. I can save my branding colors, my logos, all in Canva Pro. It is definitely something you're willing, to, you're going to want to look at. If you've got the time, take that one for a test run too. They do have a free version, but I did step it up to the first level of the paid platform. Now, back to step four. I want to put all of these elements together. I call it assembly. And what I give myself is 60 minutes to do it in. That will allow me just under 20 minutes, roughly, for each month of content. So 20, turn 60, 20 pieces, 20 minutes. And it really is that quick. We're now on to step five, the final step of my five-step part. And it's scheduling. There's so many different ways you can schedule your posts. You can use free platforms. And if I remember correctly, Buffer does have a free version. You can use Facebook Scheduler. That's free. And you can schedule out for up to six months. My only caveat with using the Facebook Scheduler is you cannot repurpose posts. You post it once, and if you want to repurpose it, you'd have to go in and repost it again. Another tool you could use is Hootsuite. It's a fairly popular tool. I've taken it for a test run and personally didn't like it, but that doesn't mean that it's not a good tool. It's just not the tool for me. It has a number of different, what I call extras, that other marketing professionals love. Being able to follow conversations, uh, being able to post across multiple platforms. There's a number of different really solid tools. It just really wasn't the tool for me. The tool that I did stumble onto and shout out to Steve Lotz and Juliet Aurora here from AIS Solutions. You introduced me to a platform called SmarterQ. And it's very close to another platform that I'm, I'm not even sure if they're still around. It's called Meet Edgar. With Meet Edgar, the one thing that I really liked about it that kept drawing me back over and over again was the fact that I could repurpose a post. So if I posted it once, I could put it into a queue and it would get repurposed again and again until I told the system I no longer wanted it out there. I loved that idea. Talk about doing double duty. I don't have time. I, I try to batch as much as I possibly can. And this allows me to batch my work. So SmarterQ became my scheduling platform of choice. I can go into SmarterQ. I can start to create my post and I can have as many variations as I would like. So let me give you an example. I have a graphic of a puppy and he's got his arm around a kitten and this is a feel good Friday kind of post. I could use the words, have you hugged your friend recently as an eye catching comment to stop the scroll. And there's the post of the, the kitten and the puppy. Or my next time I want it to go out on a feel good Friday, I could say instead, puppies are my favorite. Are you a kitten or a puppy fan? Puppy still hugging. Same graphic, just different words. The idea behind it is it just gets repurposed. And now I've created a potential plethora of many posts just from that one graphic. Great idea, isn't it? 
So this is where SmarterQ does have these value adds for me. I can hook up in the paid version that I have purchased up to 10 social media platforms that range from Facebook to LinkedIn, to my LinkedIn groups, to my LinkedIn business page, my Facebook business page, uh, my Instagram, my Pinterest. It's going across all of the platforms, excluding TikTok right now. I can schedule out at specific times in a calendar that I can see. It's visual for me. I can just choose to look at just my LinkedIn posts or just my Facebook posts. I can see everything that I need to see. And on top of that, the statistics for those posts also. This is why I like SmarterQ. For me, it's just the right platform. How long does it take me to do the scheduling? Well, this actually is the easiest part of everything in this five-step process. Insert the graphic, add a few eye-catching words, and post. Set it up so that it always goes to the bottom of the queue, and then next time it needs to come up, up it comes. It usually takes me less than 20 minutes, and this is why I can create 60 pieces of content in less than three hours. So that's a wrap, my friends. Let's just take a few minutes and go over what I've just shared with you. This five-step process for creating 60 pieces of content starts with step one, doing a brain dump. Taking the time to get those thoughts out of your head and on paper so you can flesh them out. Step two, if you need to, go and research some more ideas. Remember, the idea here is to find 20 conceptual ideas that you can create graphics around and attract your ideal customer. Step three is finding those graphics, finding those visuals so that you can put it all together in a cohesive way that is going to attract people. Step four, assemble it all together. Now remember, there's different tools you can use. And the idea here is you want to find tools that are going to make you stand out from all of the other noise in the area. Headliner is a good tool. Take it for a test run. That's a hint. And last but not least is step number five. You need to schedule. You need to schedule out this content because you do not want to be a slave to your social media. I am in social media less now than I've ever been, but it seems like I'm always there. And that's because I'm using the tools that are made available to me. And my name is top of mind to my customers, to my tax clients, and now to my students that are reaching out to me for me to help them grow their businesses. I hope you found this to be a valuable episode. I know I had a great time sharing with you the tools and the techniques that I use to create social media. I'm looking forward to seeing what you create and tag me on your social media posts so I can cheer you on. So until the next time, ciao for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Bookkeeping Rebellion podcast today. You can learn more about this topic and others at tdaccountingservices.ca.